You're listening to the 12th Region Sports Podcast. PBK Bank has locations in Stanford, Danville, Mount Vernon, Junction City, and Houstonville. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. The People's Bank since 1906. PBKBank.com. Show starts in three, two, one. This is how legends are made. All right, guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the 12th Region Sports Podcast. We are joined now by another special guest, the No White Raven Media. We're not talking about you. We're talking about Coach Michael Gover of the Southwestern Warriors baseball coach. Coach, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're doing good. Good. I'm good, Coach. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> I appreciate you guys having me on. Oh, yeah. And, man, let's talk a little bit about, you know, the team, you guys. I, I know what our one of our sponsors, Chris Hazlett, who comes on here right now, and then he – he counts you guys as a sleeper team in our region right now. Talk to us a little bit about your team that you got and, you know, you got last couple of weeks you guys playing. Well, I think our region is wide open. Uh, you yeah. know, I don't know that there's one just standout dominant team. I think any team in our region could go out and win the whole thing if given the right opportunity. So uh, our guys have been competing, which is, is great for us. You know, we're a, a scrappy team that, has figured out if we show up and, and we do the little things right, that we're going to be right there in the end. And, and we've had a couple games that, you know, we've been in and, and they've come out our way, and that's been huge for our confidence, which I think we've been lacking in the last couple of years. So, you know, we've kind of come over the hump a little bit, and now we're competing and winning some baseball games, and that's always good to see. Mm-hmm. I know you guys over the past couple of weeks, you, you come over the last <clears> – <throat> excuse me, over the last – uh, seven games, you guys are five and two. Uh, I know you guys lost to Gary County, who is, uh, you know, is one of the best teams in our region right now. Um, and oh, you guys lost at home to Adair County also, but like, uh, you guys have actually been playing pretty well down the stretch, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we ran into, of course, Garrett on Saturday morning and we went kind of their best against our best on the mound and we made a couple mistakes and they took advantage of it, you know, on our defensive end. And, you know, with them and Merrick on the mound, you know, he he pitched like advertised. And, and our guy and Braden Morrow, I mean, he pitched just as well. And, again, like I said, we made a couple mistakes there that cost us and they took advantage. And, and that's what good baseball teams do. You know, they, they take advantage of your mistakes and make you pay for it. Yeah, Coach, you know, you mentioned Braden Morrow or, or Morrow. I'm, I butcher names all the time. Forgive me. Um, but he's kind of pitching out of his mind right now, like one of the top pitchers in the region, in my opinion. Can you tell me what it's like to have that like kind of um, driver on the mound like that and just the confidence that instills in a team? Well, when you got a guy that you know that's going to go out, you know, and give you his best effort, I mean, the, the confidence level of your whole team goes up. I mean, Braden has really grown over the last couple seasons. You know, he has kind of come out of nowhere. But, you know, we as a team and as a coaching staff saw him this summer especially – just kind of gain that confidence of, you know what, if I throw it over the plate, I don't walk guys, 
I'm going to give myself a shot to win and give my team a shot to win. And he's really, you know, done that just outing after outing. And, you know, he picks up a big win early in the year against Pulaski. And, and that's just kind of set him, set him up to where that confidence level's there. And he's going to go out and he's going to throw it there and you're going to hit it. And he's got confidence in his guys behind him, you know, defensively that they're going to make plays for him. Yeah, you you know you mentioned he kind of came out of nowhere, and I think you're right. Like you know, not a lot, not not on a lot of people's radars. Do you know what this off season was like for him? Did he put a lot of extra work in to try to, you know, really focus on his craft? He did. I mean, we've uh, over the last couple seasons, you know, we have fallen kind of under the radar of everybody. You know, for several years there, we're at the top of the region, and we're, you know putting up good numbers and competing for a region championship. And in the last couple of years, we've kind of dropped off a little bit. But, you know, our guys have kind of put their head down, went to work. Um, they've showed up every day in the fall and done what they needed to do uh, from throwing. And then, you know, our pitching coach has worked with him just on, hey, here's what I used to do. And our pitching coach is Vincent Bulls, who pitched for us back in our – 2014 season through 2016 when we were winning regions and region runner up. And I mean, that was his style. He was going to go out and he was going to throw it over the plate and he knew his guys behind him were going to, you know, make the plays for him. So he wasn't a strikeout guy, neither is Braden. Um, he's a pitch to contact. And that's something that we preach to all our pitchers is in high school baseball. If you throw strikes, hitters are going to get themselves out. Yep. And even when you give up that double, if you've not walked to or hit one before it, you're in no damage. You know, you give up a double, so what? But you walk to, and then you give up the double. Now you give up a run or two. So we try to uh, instill that in our pitching staff each and every day. So, Coach, uh, you know, it's looking a little bit at your stats. I think you guys are probably in, in the top – one of the top teams in, when it comes to um, – you know, not not being able not not I wouldn't say not being able to, but not hitting a lot of bombs. But you guys actually get to the plate a lot. You guys are at 581 at bats as a team. You got 77 RBIs, and but you only got one home run. And I think that lone home run was from Kyle West earlier in the year, I believe. So, now talk to us a little bit about you know uh, the way you guys hit the ball and and what's the strategy behind that. Well, we're not a, a, a live on a doubles kind of team. You know, we are a team that's going to try to hit a lot of singles. We're going to try to manufacture runs when and when and if we can. And, you know, in some cases this year, we've been able to come up with the big hit when we needed it and, and push a few runs across. But we have been lacking a little bit in that area. I think uh, we strike out probably too much, uh, in my opinion. But we've been trying to uh, to garner that and, and teach a little better approach. Um but there again, you know, we're, we're still still learning. I mean, we've still got, you know, you mentioned Kyle West there. He's a, a sophomore that's playing for us that didn't even play as a freshman. And, you know, he's come in and, and put some together some good at-bats. We've got another freshman in Jackson Couch that has just caught fire lately. I mean, he picks, picks up six hits this weekend to push him up, you know, to one of our top hitters. And um, so we're learning. I mean, we're still growing and we're trying to get to a spot come you know the end of may of where we want to be so you guys you have did you guys clinch the the number one seed in your district we did yeah okay. we uh we uh beat mcquarrie beat somerset christian then we split with wayne county and just so happened the game that we won was the second game and that's what we use as our tiebreaker so we will be the one seed going into the district tournament and uh we'll play somerset christian to start that that tournament off so you guys are sitting at five and one in your district and in your region. You guys are sitting at 
looks like nine and five. So, uh, you know, it's as you said earlier, like our region is, and I thought I told Lee and Kenny this, you know, over the past couple of weeks, um, as, as me and Lee have gotten to set out and see a bunch of the baseball teams and softball teams in our area, you kind of figure out who, who's the top, you know, who, who has a chance to compete and who, who doesn't. And on the softball side, you know, there's probably a couple of clear favorites, but on the baseball side, there's really not. You know, we've seen Boyle play. We've seen Garrett play. We've seen Somerset. Uh, we haven't got to see you guys play just yet or Pulaski County, but, um, you know, I think you could, there's it's p- completely wide open. Yeah, I mean, 100%. I mean, depending on who you draw, you know, if you're fortunate enough to get there and and what guy you go with, what guy they go with, and, you know, if they're on that day or if they're not, you know, it, it to me it's wide open. Now, you know, there's some guys that you look at on paper and you say, well, they're, they're probably a notch above. But, again, in a one-game scenario in baseball, right. anything anything can happen. Yeah, Coach. Um, you know, we've – We've said it a couple times on the show already. You know the region's wide open, which means every district's wide open. Um, just kind of helping me, helping I guess the audience understand that a little bit better. Why do you think this year has just no clear favorites? Do you think it's there's just dominant pitching across the region, or do you think everybody's um, g- having good at bats? In your opinion and perspective, why do you think this region feels so wide open? Well, I think you've got a great region, a great region history. I mean, I felt like in the 10 or 12 years that I've been around it in the high school baseball realm, that the 12th region is one of the most competitive ones ever. And, yeah. you know, any team that wins our region can go and win a state championship. And, and you know, they have in the past. So I just think it's, a, you know, a tip of the hat to all the guys and, and everybody and the players in our region that, that show up every day, put the work in and, you know, it keeps it to where it's a, a pretty even playing field. And if you're going to compete in the 12th, you know, you got to show up and, and do your thing every day. Absolutely. Yeah. I know, I know the past couple of years, you know, Danville has pretty much had a realm over everything. And I think, you know, that senior class going forward and, and leaving out has kind of opened the playing field, but let's go back and talk about a, a little bit about, you know, your team coming forward. Like, uh, what do you guys got to do down the stretch here to keep this momentum going and to get yourself a chance to to get there to the to the semifinals or the regional tournament championship game? Well, I mean, I, I think we've kind of already talked about it. You know, we've got to pitch it well and we've got to play good defense. You yeah. know, because we're probably going to win a lot of games three to two, four to three, uh, somewhere in that realm. So if we go out and we make four errors and, and give 25 outs in a game instead of the 21 that we're supposed to and, and walk a couple guys, then, you know, we're probably not going to be in it. But if we do what we've been doing as far as, you know, m- making hitters hit and our defense just making the routine play, you know, we don't expect them to make the, the sports center play that everybody likes. If they make one, great. But, you know, you hit a, a six hopper to our shortstop, we expect him to catch it and throw you at it first. So Right. Well, before we let you go, Coach, we we want to give a chance to to let the you know our listeners and our you know our people who follow us a little bit to to get to understand and know the coach behind all this and and talk to us a little bit about what your philosophy is as a coach and you know what what's your belief in and, and what is your approach when it comes to you know a certain things that you want from your kids and your program. Well, I mean, I think first and foremost, we've always put our players first. We want to see yeah. them grow as young men. Um, and, and come out of whatever time that they spend with us as being, you know, better young men for that to go out into the world, whether they go and play college baseball or whether they go work at the local, 
you know, factory, but just right. trying to teach them to, hey, you've got to be a, a good young man because you're going to make an impression on someone down the road. And, and I talk to them all the time about there's going to be kids and there has been over the past where an employer is going to call me and say, hey, what about so-and-so? Yeah. I heard he played baseball for you. What kind of guy is he? And, you know, I'm going to be honest with them. So, you know, we try to instill, you know, that in each and every one. And as far as the baseball goes, I mean, we, we don't want to walk people. We want to, right. you know, pitch, play good defense. Um, and year in and year out, our teams change. I mean, we've had teams over the years that I've been a part of that, you know, they knock the cover off the baseball. Um, I was just talking uh, with a guy that used to help us and, you know, you look at our team ERA this year and, and it's as good as it's been in the past, but you know, we mm -hmm. just not as put as many runs on the board. So those teams, you just kind of sit back and let them hit and you live on the doubles and the home runs. And, you know, this team that we've got now, we're living on the singles and the multiple hits in a game and some stolen bases and uh, just trying to, you know, manufacture a couple runs here and there. Hey, Jimmy, let me jump in really quick. Cause I yeah. just want to ask coach, you know, you talked about like instilling in these young men, um, habits that'll make them be successful off the baseball diamond as well. Um, can you speak in a little bit just for me about like how coming together as a team can actually translate into life? Like you see it all the time. Like, you know, you gain lifelong friends playing sports with in high school, but you know, you talked about it. Employers will come and ask how they were as a, as you know, a teammate and as an individual playing baseball, some of the habits that they build as a teammate can trans translate into life and how they, you know, go about life. Can you speak into that just a little bit about like how you think that that impacts their life outside of baseball? Well, yeah, I mean, we, we have a couple things that we go by, which we, we want respect from, from our guys to us. We want them to respect their, you know, parents at home, grandparents at home, aunts, uncles, whoever's raising them. And we want them to be accountable. I mean, I tell all my freshman parents and everyone when they become a part of this baseball team, it's no offense to mom and dad, but, you know, I don't want to talk to you. I'm talking to, you know, Johnny or Jimmy or whoever it is, and they're going to be accountable for their actions and they're going to be responsible for their actions. If they're not going to be at practice that day, they've got to contact me and let me know why. Um, if they mess up, if they don't make the grades, I mean, KHSA has a, you know, mm -hmm. a GPA requirement, but for us, yep. if you're failing the class, you don't play. So one F wow. and I'm done with you as far as until you get that back up, because to me, that is going to translate again to that everyday life that, you know, not being a school teacher myself, I see mm -hmm. it every day that the, the people that we hire that have been involved in high school athletics or a, a DECA or another, you know, high school activity that has held them accountable for something, they are much more productive in that work environment than they would be had they just kind of sailed through and, and just kind of, you know, did what they wanted to. Absolutely. That's interesting. So you said you're not a teacher at Southwestern? No, no, I'm actually a banker. So I, I give away money for a living at Cumberland, oh, wow. Cumberland Security Bank. I just, I expect people to pay it back a little bit, uh, a little bit at a time. So. That's awesome. Like, no, I, I kind of relate to that a little bit because where I coach basketball, like I, I'm not in the school system just yet. And, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting to, to think that people think the exact same way, because if you're not doing right in the, in the, you know, in the classroom, and I've always said this, you're student first, you're an athlete second. 
And if you don't take care of your stuff in the classroom, then how do you how do we know that you're going to do what you are on the basketball court or on the football field or, or in the baseball field? So and their classroom uh, stuff's also going to reflect that and be in like yeah. it's also going to say, hey, if you can't perform uh, in the classroom, you're not even like, how can I trust you to give me what I need on the diamond as well? Right. A hundred percent. I mean, you've got to show again, that's that accountability and that responsibility factor that, that we rely on. And, you know, I rely on my assistants, you know, that are both in, in the building. Yeah. Uh, all three of them actually are in there and, you know, and they're monitoring each and every day of how they act. You know, we want them to show up and, and be attentive and, you know, knock on wood. I've not had any phone calls from any teachers this year to say, you know, somebody's acting a fool. So, I guess so far we're doing we're doing okay on that side. I, I, mean, I was about to ask you, Coach, to make sure if you didn't you get a phone call while you were trying to secure a loan or something like that when <laughs> one of your friends calls you. <laughs> no, no, nothing like that yet. So, what um, we do hopefully that they'll uh, after they grow up and go out into the real world they'll come back and see me and ask for some money. That way I can keep the the real <laughs> job that pays the bills. So. Like, you remember that time that you struck out in the in the district championship and you didn't throw a curveball? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, Coach, man, this has been a pleasure. And, you know, we appreciate you coming on here and just giving us a little insight on your program and a little bit about you yourself. So we really appreciate you coming on here. And then we we look forward to coming out and seeing you guys in the next couple of weeks, okay? Yeah, appreciate you guys. Appreciate what you're doing, getting the kids out there. Um, You know, we need as much, I guess, publicity as can can be out there to help these kids out. And they, they really enjoy seeing their names. So, you know, keep doing what you're doing, and we'll keep supporting you any way we can. Appreciate Tell a couple coach. of them they're gonna have to get on the they're gonna have to get on the bomb squad and hit some home runs or something. Cause well, well I will tell you that Kyle West has mentioned that he's not on the bomb squad. So <laughs> That's my bad, there, coach. So. Coach, let me put my name out there. I I run all of these things, and yeah. I stay up until 4 a.m. editing these stupid wedding videos, like we talked about <laughs> in pregame. But uh, I miss a couple, and that's my bad. I I promise, if I miss one, yell at me. I'll give him a shout out. That's on me, coach. We no, can tell Kyle that he can hit a foul ball, and then White Raven Media will be right there to catch it. There you go. That sounds good, guys. Hey, Thanks, coach, coach, one more question for you, real quick. You, you, you bowl? Do I bowl? Yeah, do you oh, bowl? No. Uh, <laughs> I guess uh, back in the day, I could bowl a little bit, but I wouldn't call myself a bowler. No. Well, crap. Well, you know, trying to recruit somebody so we can go up against Kenny. You know, because Kenny, Kenny, I don't know if you if you followed along with what we've got. One of our our leader, Kenny, he's he's got a leader. challenge going out with a bunch of you know athletes, and he's he's challenging us because I thought maybe I'd get a little bowling action going, but yeah. Forgive us, Coach. Some of us have egos in this team. We, we forgive us, man. I understand. Uh, I wish I could say I could come give you give you a challenge, but I don't think I can. <laughs> All right. All right, Coach. Well, guys, we appreciate you listening to this episode of the 12th Region Sports Podcast. We'll be right back. Thank you, Coach. Twelfth Region Sports is also brought to you by these other sponsors. Tony Kidwell, Kidwell Life Insurance Agent, serving the bluegrass, 606-879-8295. My Town Realty in Stanford, Kentucky. Yolanda Smith has 25 years of experience. Call her today at 859-749-3009. That's My Town Realty. Nobody sells the town like My Town. 101 Business Solutions in Harrodsburg, Kentucky. Danville Bolarama in Danville, Kentucky, and Dog Watch in Mercer County. Thank you to our sponsors. You're listening to the 12th Region Sports Podcast.
At Back and Body Chiropractic Center, we make your pain our mission. Dr. Michael Turner and Dr. Erica Montgomery Turner have been serving Central Kentucky for 22 years. Both are avid sports fans and enjoy keeping athletes in peak performance shape. Both are former high school and college athletes as well, so they know what it takes to maintain athletes and what they need when it comes to chiropractic care. Both doctors treat patients of all ages and enjoy helping others maintain a healthy, active lifestyle. Visit us at backandbody.net, that's B-A-C-K-N-B-O-D-Y.net, or call or text us at 606-787-2800 for a consultation today. Back and Body Chiropractic Center, Liberty, Kentucky. All right, welcome to this week's episode of the 12th Region Sports Podcast. We are joined by, I'm going to say a special guest, but and that's not counting you, White Raven. Um, you're actually kind of not special because you're always around, but you were actually <laughs> you were joining the, this week's podcast. But we have a very special guest, Miss Jazlyn. Can I say this right? Jazlyn Shadone. Did I get it right? It's Shadow. Jeez, oh, I just messed that all totally up. So, Jazz, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? We're doing pretty good. Hey, just a little real quick here. I want you to, to start off. I'm going to start with the first question to you. Like, what are you guys eating down there in Somerset? Because, you know, over the past couple of weeks, you guys have been hitting it pretty well. Yeah, we, we've just been eating everything, honestly. You know, uh, our team, our coaches give us food before games, and that's just great, honestly, because a lot of people don't eat that. So... We eat whatever we get. So let's talk a little bit, you know, about your, your team before we get started about you. Like, um, I'll be honest, like, you know, before softball season, um, and I was putting together all this information, I had no clue on who was the key players to look out for this year. And, um, you know, you were actually nominated as one of the players to watch for. And I think if I'm, if I get, me, get this right, I don't know if it was your grandfather or is your dad or something had messaged us like privately and said to thank you for reaching out and then putting you on the list because you were playing out of your mind the first couple weeks of the season. So what happened? Um, honestly, I have no clue. Uh, I'm really not the key player to look for. I think there's a lot of many uh, a lot of team players that. I play with that kid had the spotlight also because they do very well and they also hit the ball. Uh, my pitcher, Carly King, she is yeah. fabulous. And that's one of the players that I think people need to look out for because she's a great hitter and she also pitches amazing. Uh, so I think that's one of the people that needs to look for. Hey, uh, hey, Jazz, it's White Raven. Sorry. I'm doing like a bunch of things at once. Um, I'm I'm trying to keep up with some stats here, and I might be a little behind. But as of pulled as of right now, Jimmy, do you know that we are talking to the number one player in the region for uh, runs batted in? 
The RBI leader is Miss Jazz, and I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna try to do that. But um, uh, forty is that right? Forty, yeah. He's got forty RBIs. So uh, my question to you, Jazz, is every time you swing, are you looking to like absolutely crush it, or are you one of those uh, players that steps up to the bat just looking to make contact? Honestly, just making contact and also feeling confident in the box. My coaches always tell me just in the box, ready to go. It's always a yes, yes, a 10 down. So I'm ready to get in the box, hit a ball, and score. So you have like six, and I've been here looking at this. You have 66 at bats with a .576 batting average. That, uh, now uh, that's insane to me. Like I'm, I'm not much when it comes to softball, baseball terminology, but a .576 is pretty daggone good. Thank you. Um. So, Jazz, uh, you all had uh, by the, at the time of this recording today is Sunday. You all had a really tough matchup with Bethlehem at the All A Classic. Uh, tell me what happened in that game, and and you know not the outcome y'all looked for, but um, what was y'all's experience like with that game today? Uh, of course, uh, lose always it sucks, but it's also a learning experience of what we need to work on. Uh, they hit the ball better than we did. They fielded better than we did, but. It's always a new day, and I think we can learn from it and get better from it. So let's talk a little bit about you here, Jazz. Like, you know, where did you first find the love of softball? And is softball, like, your only sport that you play, or is it, you know, just something that you picked up late on, or, you know, is it just you fell in love with softball from an early age? Um, I played since probably about four, maybe. And I played at many other sports. But softball was the one I was going to stick with because I loved it. And I got to meet new people and became best friends with them. And they're like family to me. So, so you don't play any other sports? You just, what other sports do you play? Um, when I was little, I used to play football, volleyball, um, baseball. I did baseball, uh, basketball. So, and then after a few years, I kind of just fell off those and I stuck with softball and became more focused with softball. So wait a second, you played football? I did, yes. Oh wow, that's interesting. What uh what position did you play? Um I did play quarterback, yes. And then oh All right, that's that's interesting. Like that's that's a key thing for me. Like that is that's pretty interesting to know about you. Like, Lee, there's something that you can put in a headline right there. Yeah, and also <laughs> I'm trying to figure out so you know, we've been looking at this flag football game that we're trying to get down to. Are you going to try to make a push for Somerset to open up a flag football team down there? Um, I really never thought about it, but I think it would be very, very cool for Somerset also. So I, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully it does happen soon. That would be awesome. And I promise you I'll be done for that. I will clear out weddings and all this other video stuff I've got to do that. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Lee, I think I just put your name out to somebody else that was wanting a, uh, uh, you know, a photo shoot done. But anyway, <laughs> we'll get back to softball. So, Jazz, a little bit like, uh, you know, tell us about you know, what your college plans are. Like, what do you want to do growing up? Like, what's your dream school? Um, I really don't have a dream school. Uh, I really did want to go to UK for softball. Uh huh. Coach Lawson. So you got you you admire Coach Lawson? I do. Yes. Have you been in contact with UK or is like, you know, is there those kind of conversations or has any other schools reached out? Um, I have gone to um, a lot of their camps, UK camps that they have done. Um, I'm actually going to one soon. I think it is in July. 
Um, but I did talk to the union coach uh, son today, uh, yesterday uh, after our second game, and we talked to her about it. Let's okay. go. Oh, I'm so good at life. I need to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> so I'm going to put you on the spot right here, Jazz. Like, uh, what's one of the most embarrassing moments you had playing softball? Oh, it's always the foul balls. Sometimes you just look up and you just have no idea where it's at. And it can be standing right in front of you and you just don't even see it. Oh, it's my happening. goodness. Preaching to the choir here. Foul balls have found my number all year long. And it's actually why I'm a little scared to go to these baseball games anymore. I don't know. I don't know, Jazz. You're better. You're a lot better at it than me. But I run off screaming like a little, you know, water boy. But it's it's not good. I'm going to make it known. And then when we come to we watch Somerset play, that you're going to be behind the dugout. When she goes up to bat, she's going to hit the foul ball and she's going to go right directly to you. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be taking pictures in uh, my car. <laughs> All right. So on the flip side of that, let's talk about the other side. Like, what's your most memorable moment so far? And what what year are you again at, at Somerset? What What are you in? I'm sorry. What was that? What year are you at Somerset? Uh, okay. It's one. So, what's your most memorable moment there playing softball at Somerset? Oh. Um. Or has it happened yet? Because it very well could happen in the future. It's definitely always before games on the bus rides. We always play good music and we always dance to it. We always sing together no matter what it is. It's just the best time to play. Jazz, are we close enough to where I can call you Jazz? Is that cool? Okay. Uh, Miss Jazz, Mrs. Jazz, Jazz, the one and only. I think I got two things for you. One, I think you need to say it with your chest that you are only a junior and you're going to strike fear in the 12th region next year coming back for some blood. That's outstanding that you're only a junior putting up these numbers. But also, I am White Raven Media. I cannot just let you go on with just saying good music. Tell me some songs that are blasting in that bus. Uh, Definitely Madagascar. That is our number one song that we do sing for Madagascar. Madagascar? I'm confused. Yeah. I don't know what Madagascar is. I am too. We're getting old, man. What is Madagascar? Is that like the movie soundtrack? Yes. So it's basically like these live animals, and they're from a zoo and they escape, and they go to a different country, and then they just have. Hold on. I know the whole. I know the movie. So like, there's a song though. I'm curious about the song. Uh, I'd have to look. Okay, well, we'll we'll search it. We don't want to get in, in trouble with copyright stuff, but I literally did not know there was a song. I know the movie, Chris Rock and all the fellas over there. That is strong. Oh, yeah. oh, I like the movie. I got it. That is interesting. Like you all bumped that on the school bus on the way on the way to games. Yes. Out of all of the things we've heard all year, from Morgan Wallen to Lil Boozy, we did not <laughs> expect the Briar Jumpers to be bumping. Some Madagascar moving. That's awesome. I guess that'll get you loose. So, do you have like any pregame routines besides listening to Madagascar on the way to away games? Um, usually before home games, you know, I go to Dairy Queen uh, and get a pretzel. <laughs> usually, my go-to thing for home games is go get a pretzel. Salted pretzel before a softball game. Yes. Wow. A Dairy, a Dairy Queen, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm not a pretzel guy, but I'll try this one for you, Jazz. Okay. All right. Thank you. So when we go to when we go to watch Somerset, we're going straight to Dairy Queen, and we're gonna we're gonna put a shout out for the tweet with a pretzel. Factual. <laughs> yeah, they're so good. 
Do you, is it just a pretzel? Like nothing, like nothing else. You just walk up a pretzel, no drink. You're not washing that down with anything. You know, I do sometimes get uh, a Mountain Dew just a little, give me a little energy. Okay. So, okay, Jimmy, isn't that what you do before? Like, that was such, like Jimmy culture shocked me. And, and Jazz, I guess this is what you do too. First time I ever played Jimmy in some pickup, he was like, I gotta stop by the gas station and get a Reese's. I'm like, why? What? No, like, okay, so look, my routine is that when I'm like, I'm getting old, okay, I'm 32 years old. I gotta figure this, I gotta figure something out that's gonna get my me energy up. Like, I, I get an iced coffee, a Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee, and a Reese's cup. And then, he sh- and then he shakes like, uh, move it, move it. Basketball court. No, it ain't like, it, it's nothing like that. Uh, yeah, don't don't listen to him. He, he's he been like away sick too long. So oh my gosh, it's bad. It's bad. I've got, I need to move it, move it. Some of this mucus, mucus out of my body. But um, no, I just, I thought that was really cool because like, you know, like the sugar thing, like I'm like, okay, athletes are just like, they're taking care of their bodies 24-7 and all this stuff. And then Jimmy Colton gets the Reese's and coffee and Dunkin' Donuts and you're getting Mountain Dew. And I'm like, okay, there's got to be something to this sugar thing that I'm missing out on. Yeah. All right. All right, Jazz. Disney Channel or Cartoon Network? Uh, you know, I'd go with Disney Channel. That's what Good I'm answer. talking about. What's, what's your Disney Channel movie? Oh, Lord. Or shows. Wait, is Madagascar Disney? That might be. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, is it? I think it's Disney. Yeah. Um, it's got to be something better than that. It's got to uh, be like something like Even Stevens or something. I think my favorite movie, I don't think it actually is with Disney, but it's The Grinch. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. All right, Jazz. Now you've done it. Give me your best Grinch impression. Let's go. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I love That's it. Please make sure, make sure you copy that out of the podcast when it gets released and put it in the YouTube show. That's perfect. Oh my god! I think my favorite. Oh wait, wait. Are we talking the? Is it the cartoon one or the uh, Jim Carrey one? Oh, uh, the Jim Carrey. Yes. Okay. Like Max, fetch my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Power Rangers or Twilight. Uh, Power Rangers. Okay, what kind of question is that? Power Rangers or Twilight? Listen, listen, bro. Like Netflix <laughs> right now has like I think the Power Rangers once and always is on right now. Like I've been watching that this uh, weekend. Okay. So and, you know I'm a kid at heart. Like I'm 32 years old and I'm still a kid at heart. Leave me alone. All right, my bad. What was your answer, Jazz? Uh, Power. She said Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. All right, who's the best dancer on the on the softball team? Uh, we have two. Uh, Kaylee Bartley and Bobby. they both get it. Hey, got a question. Do they go bowl? Ahead, go ahead. Do they bowl? Do they bowl? Yeah. Uh, no, they okay. Do you bowl? I do not. I should suck at it. Yeah. So. Dang. Just, Jamie's just trying to recruit some challenges for bowling. Uh, yeah. Ball we have. Lee, tell Lee Taylor about that little call out challenge for that Kenny put on. So. Yeah, we've got a challenge where we're trying to challenge, for some reason, 12th region athletes to bowl with Kenny because Kenny's got an ego and he likes to stroke it real hard. So, um, but no, so the dancer, so do you all, going back to your question about the dancing, like when you're doing the chants in the dugout, like are they, are they dancing with the chants? Because I've been caught dancing to some of these chants. 
Um, they do sometimes, yes, but it's more of like we'll see songs and we'll dance or like walkout songs come up, and a lot of people they dance. What's your walkout song, John? Uh, mine is you got a Oh my goodness, that is like the the like un you would ever think that, that would ever come into somebody's walkout song. But think about how good that is. Yeah, That's solid. That is nice. <laughs> well, Jazz, like this has been fun. We appreciate you coming on here this week, and it's gotten us the chance to know you just a little bit more. So when we get a chance to come down and watch you play, you you can you shout us out. You'll see me and what we're even there. You'll we'll have our t-shirts on. Just make and sure you have point the bat. Yeah, and a pretzel. Make sure you point the bat in the air. Let us know that you're gonna hit one out too. Okay, I will. And keep the ball away from me, please. I'm begging. <laughs> All right, we're going to let you go here, Jazz, but we're going to do like one one thing before we go. We want you to go ahead and say, we want you to say this is your name, and we want you to say that you're listening to the 12th Region Sports Podcast, okay? Okay. Go ahead and do it. All right, I'm Jasmine Shadowin, you're listening to the 12th Region Sports Podcast. Thank you guys for listening to the 12th Region Sports Podcast. Remember, weekly, we have rankings. Go follow us on Twitter, Facebook. Instagram, Snapchat. Hey, we're all over the place. What about the weekly bomb squad and the dinger alerts? Hey, don't miss anything. Stick with 12th Region Sports. Follow us. Stay up to date. Listen to the podcast. Watch the YouTube show. Let's do this.